Parsons. And I'm Shauna West. Welcome to the Creative Exponent Podcast. This is a place where we talk about discovering, upholding, and sharing your creativity. everyone and welcome to season three episode eight of the creative exponent podcast we're back from our little <laughs> spring break did you do anything uh, no. other than <laughs> marion's back from spring break i'm back from <laughs> spring break we really did um we went out to the east coast to visit family we didn't Which is do wonderful. anything like it was wonderful but we weren't like at a resort yeah. or at the beach <laughs> we were just visiting family because yeah. it was it was long overdue as i'm sure for yeah. many of you, you haven't traveled and haven't been able to see family. So we finally drove. Oh, we I think it. we ended up driving about 3,000 miles. Oh, my gosh. That everybody. sounds like my living nightmare. <laughs> After about it was hour. a lot. <laughs> it was a lot of time in the car, a lot of podcasts yeah. and audiobooks. Yeah. Um, mm. It was... It was a lot. But anyway, today we're talking about accepting critique and bouncing back from criticism yes. because um, we were actually kind of talking about it before we were picking the topic mm -hmm. and it just, it just seemed like, yeah, let's, yes. let's talk about this. We've both had yeah. a lot of no's in our yes. lives and in our careers and we recently saw, we both shared something on Instagram on mm -hmm. this very topic that was so encouraging and just so, um, just something that would be really good for us to talk about. So yeah. that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. Well, it was funny. I, um, I was, and I was just telling Marion last week, I don't know what day it was on, but I'm looking at the post right now. I had sort of had this feeling come back to me from a no that felt like a big no. And, you know, the truth is, is that they're all really the same. It's just we put a lot of weight on certain, you know, certain things, mm -hmm. certain topics, certain goals. And, you know, so they feel a no or a yes feels bigger and feels, you know, like this huge moment. And, um, you know, and I actually hopped on uh, and did an Instagram live in the moment and just kind of talked about this quote that we had, I'd shared a lot, and I'm just going to read it here now. Um, I had written, may you reach for every big, scary, beautiful dream you have. May you know deeply how necessary they are for the expanding of your soul. And, you know, I think in the moment, you know, what we tend, or a lot of us tend to do when we get a no is we you're usually in one of two camps. You either, it just knocks you on your butt in the moment and you're just down and really, you know, you're just not able to go on mm -hmm. for a while, a long while, or you're someone like me who, you know, I've gotten really good at managing myself. So I'm, I'm a, yeah, I'm going to feel it for a minute and, and I've gotten touchy-feely enough that I'll let myself feel it. But I also, at the same time, am telling myself all the reasons why I need to move on and get over it and push through it. And so what happens is that means that I usually have to go back and heal lots of things over and over and, you know, deal with them. And so I was thinking about that night, just this no, a big no in my mind, you know, that I'd gotten a couple months ago. And it just hit me again like it was the day of, you know, and I just felt, 
you know, it was about, about my writing. And so I felt like, well, am I going to be a, am I going to be a writer? Am I going, you know, is it going to look the way that I want it to look? Am I just unrealistic? All those fears and insecurities, you know, just kind of came back with a vengeance. (laughs) And so I got on and, and talked about it. And it was funny that the next day is when I saw the video we ran across both of us um and Nate Burkus mm-hmm. posted posted a great you know story of just him and a know that he had gotten that led to a really beautiful place for him and um I just think that we we do forget that even though we would love to see ourselves in these particular places or doing these particular things you know we can't see the end of the the story, as cheesy as that sounds, we can't see the end of it yet. And we just, I'll speak for me, I've learned that I want to trust that it's going to go somewhere where I'm needed, you know, where it is the right thing. And it is the, it is a no that then leads to somewhere where I need to be. So uh, it was funny, the timing of all that, you know. Well, so the, the Instagram post that Sean is talking about it's it's an IGTV post mm-hmm. on Nate Burkus's Instagram yeah. and it is so he shares this story about right out of college mm-hmm. or I think he may have still even been in college yeah, maybe so um going to interview for a job with was it Calvin Klein maybe I don't know don't quote us on okay. that Something like that. A fashion yeah. house that's, yeah. you know, prestigious. Yeah. And um, and he goes to the interview. And this is, so this is a job. When he described the job, yeah. I'm like, what a job. oh my gosh, <laughs> just sign me up for that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so the job was to travel to Europe and to just look for inspiration mm-hmm. for their men's clothing line. Yeah. And it's like, wh- how... <laughs> How is this a job? (laughs) You get paid for that? (laughs) Oh, man, what an amazing job. So, of course, you know, he's like, what an amazing job. I love this job. He has no experience in it. Goes to the interview. And the person who he interviews with asks him to put together a a book on just what he sees in the world. And so... He shows, he still has the book, which I love. Me too. And he shows, he gives us a little tour of the book. Yeah. And the things that he collected to put in the book to communicate the way he sees the world. And um, the the person who interviewed him loved the book, but said, Mm -hmm. sorry, we're going with experience over you know, yeah. over talent basically at this yeah. point. And maybe the the guy who was hired was very talented as well, yeah. but uh, but had experience. And so it was a no. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he shares about how he shares about the beautiful no, yeah. and how that no really pushed him in a direction towards yeah. interior design. And, you know, of course, he's had so much success in that arena. Yeah. And I know I've experienced no's like that, that I look back yeah. on and say, wow, it's really good that I didn't do amazing at that craft show in the school yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I probably would have just continued painting little wooden things and selling yeah. at craft shows. But yeah. the fact that it was a just a failure and I made mm-hmm. like probably I, I netted like $50 yeah. from months of work. <laughs> wow. Um, 
it pushed me in a different direction yeah. and in a much better direction for me where I, yeah. I was much happier. Um, but I have also had no's where, so this was a few years ago. I almost said a few months ago, but this is years ago now. <laughs> um, I had designed fabric for yeah. a quilting company and one line was produced and it didn't sell great. Yeah. Um, and then I had spent all the time to design a second line and we had this beautiful mm-hmm. like big trifold brochure showing yeah. all the patterns and everything. And right before it was going to launch, they canceled it. Oh. And, and it was just, um, I remember at the time feeling a little like the plus side was a relief because yeah. I'm not a quilter and it was really hard for me to yeah. promote a product that I don't really use. I yeah. wouldn't use it in my home on my furniture because it's a quilting weight fabric. It's yeah. not upholstery fabric. It's not fabric used for curtains. And yeah. so I was struggling with that. But at the same time, I really loved the design process yeah. and and it was hard that my stuff didn't do well yeah. when I was used to my stuff selling well yeah. and doing well. Yeah. I wasn't used to like, you know, it was failure. There's I wasn't a flaw. used to yep. that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, and it, even though it was like, okay, it's a closed door, it's an open window. These are still my designs. Yeah. I can still do fun things with them. I, you know, it was basically a teaching lesson mm-hmm. that I was paid for. Yeah. Um, but it was still, it was still hard to know that yeah. my best effort at that time was not yeah. received and it didn't sell well and it wasn't. I totally get it. <laughs> it wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so I guess what I want to say with that is there are no's that are disappointing, but we do look at back, look back at and say, yeah, this was a wonderful no. Yeah. It, I'm yeah. glad that it was a no even though it was hard at the time. But I think there are other no's that they're always going to sting just yeah. a little bit. And, yeah. and that, that's, that that's okay. I think we can get positive things from both. both. Yeah, I do too. Because I think it would be unfair to say that some no's <laughs> are not, I mean, look, depending, I guess, depending on the weight of them or, or what it is, especially because look, we all, you know, and I talked about this last week, you know, in uh in the live, you know, we, this is life too, you know, our lives as well as our work, you know, any creative work we're doing. So it's not like we all know what it feels like to get one of these no's. And I think for me, it would be a disservice to say that there are not some no's that, that like you really do sting more than others and really can shape the course of your life in a way that, Maybe it's not necessarily all negative, but maybe it leads to some really hard places or it leads to, you know, closing the doors or it leads to loss of income or, you know, there's a lot of, dang, man, I don't know, just talking about this out loud, it's like I'm getting in a place. So I just, I'll talk to to myself (laughs) as I'm talking to you guys. But, you know, that's one of the reasons that I shared uh, that specific quote that night in the video is that, you know, that's why I have somehow, and I I think it's just by the grace of all the divine things in the world that I am trying to stamp on my forehead that I am going to do the work that I love. I'm going to pursue it. 
because if nothing else, I will have that, you know, and that the the pursuit of what I'm trying to become or do or hit or reach or whatever term, you know, we want to throw at it. That's really what's doing something in me. So this no that was recent, and I've gotten plenty of big ones, big ones and small ones alike. Um, But this one was the most recent. So for writing, you know, that no can feel, and you know, Marion and I were just talking about it. It can feel like, well, yeah, it's going to pull out every insecurity and make me feel like, well, maybe I just don't, you know, it's not going to happen the way that I, um, you know, the way that I thought it would. And it can leave me feeling wanting, like something's mm-hmm. missing from me or my work, my writing, my ability. But <laughs> I just know better now. You know, I've had enough no's that I know better. And we talked about this that night on the the live, but, you know, knowing, and we've talked about this a million times here, and feeling are two very different things. So it's like, you know, today I can know it, and maybe tomorrow I can feel that, you know, or the next day, or the next day, or maybe it... I can feel it for a while and then I have to move back into a place of knowing that that's not true and maybe I'll feel it again. You know, we just have to be okay, as we've talked about plenty, with not being okay. So when you get these these no's, I think we, you know, the first thing that, that we probably want to try to do if we can is tell ourselves, you know, some truths, but also be okay with the fact that we're disappointed and we're down and it's hard and we feel like a failure or we feel like we've, you know, we've missed the chance, the opportunity, it'll never come back, whatever those fears are. I think we just need to sit with them for a second because I know for me, when I don't do that and I move forward so quickly because I've gotten pretty decent at managing my emotions, you know, I don't give myself the opportunity to recognize it and actually release it, you know, to release that fear, to release that insecurity that it's, it's a no that will, you know, ruin me. (laughs) That's, that's not true, you know, and I've had enough experience with bigger no's. I mean, even just in my career that have taught me otherwise. So, you know, allowing myself to number one, feel it. And number two, remind myself that I'm, I'm doing all these things in pursuit of something. And it's really when I'm done, and I guess this kind of shifts where we're, what we're talking about, but you know, I'm not, I'm going to blow past the yeses anyway. That's the thing. Like we strive so much. I mean, even let's just take case in point, a small thing, maybe it was not small to me. This week, I had a a painting sale, I've released a collection. It was my first bigger one, I would say more pieces, you know, um, and I was really intentional about it and intentional uh, about the the collection release. And you know, all 30 sold first day, and really most mm-hmm. of them sold in the first hour. And I was thrilled, you know, I was thrilled. But what did I do the next morning, I moved on to the next thing, you know, and yeah. it's like, what a waste. So even those things, well, and we, we even had a conversation yes. where you said, basically, well, what if this was just a, a fluke? fluke? How can I? <laughs> 
what if this very <laughs> intentional <laughs> thing it's that never I put happen all again. this thought and time in, the success of it was just a Gosh, I know. Yeah, so we do that. We even like, you know, we can kind of explain away yeses yes. and, and take away from them. Yeah. And, and I think that... I think this is, as we're talking about, I'm like, this is such an important conversation Mm -hmm. because I feel like in today's like girl boss hustle kind of world, no's are like, they're kind of viewed as like something you have to fight against and you're gonna, (laughs) they're just idiots and they don't see your potential and how many, you just don't accept that. No. And you just keep going and going until you get what you want. You keep writing it down and you'll get what you want. You manifest it like all this stuff. And, and man, I don't, I don't know about you, but I, (laughs) I just, when I hear that kind of talk, I'm like, man, it, it just, it really takes out, I think, first of all, just fe- feeling as a human being yeah, what it feels like to have to kind of have a no sit on your shoulders. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, I don't think always there, there can be no's that happen for a good reason. Oh, yeah. And there can be no's that are a real a real blessing and a gift to you that yeah. like you don't realize it at the time. Yeah. Um, well, nose can really <laughs> teach you things. They can yeah. kind of give you nudges in different directions. And I think when it's just like, you just don't ever accept no. Yeah. I think that just can become such a, I don't know. I think such a difficult message for people to digest because mm-hmm. that's not how we feel most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, maybe I'm just sensitive or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you're right. You know what? This is okay. Now we're moving into a because you said one of my favorite words, you know, manifesting. I do believe in the power of manifesting in your life. I do believe that speaking life over your life and speaking the right words in your life and all that stuff, intention is man, it's everything to me. And you know, you're, you're, this is physiological and don't, I have no sources for you. Just go, you know, good luck. Um, but you know, you're, you're literally, your being is made up of energy and vibration matters and all those things matter. So I believe in all of that, but I think what I've learned, I'm learning is that often with things like that. So when we say like, just manifest it into your life, I think we have to question. So we're talking about our creative work. We have to question what is it really that you want to manifest, right? So are you manifesting or reaching for the right things? So in that kind of train of thought, okay, so like my book, right? I want it to be published. Okay, but is the goal really, I mean, now when I sit down with myself, you know, and Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, because we all have time to do this. We sit in a closet somewhere and really ponder (laughs) our existence. (laughs) But when I do... Is it really that it matters that this book is published with a publisher's stamp on it, right? Or is it truly that the work is out in the world? Which really is the bigger the bigger end game? You know, the thing that yeah. really means something to me. And while my answer is right now would be, well, it's both. It's both. But if I have to pick one... If I have to pick one, 
it's just that it is out into the world, you know, that I'm, that I have that connection, impact, meaning those things that are part of my why with the people who do read my work, you know, that's what matters to me. And so if I really stop and think about what I do want to manifest, it's not that this book will be published. It's that this book will be brought into the world at the right time in the right way for the right purpose, you know, and that changes the entire, number one, it changes the way I accept a no. Number two, it changes what I intend afterwards. And I think that's the same for, you know, for everybody. If it's like you, you don't get told no and you keep going and you keep it. Well, make sure you're going for the right thing. You know, make sure you're really pursuing what it is that you really want. Do you want that yeah. one promotion or do you want the way it feels to uh, to know that you've accomplished A, B, or C? You know, what what is yeah. really the goal? And that is, you know, that requires a lot of, of us, a lot of self-awareness <laughs> and evaluation. And, you know, often we're, we're so busy, we don't stop and think about that kind of second layer of what it is that we do want a yes for, you know, is it? Because yeah. let's say that the answer had been yes, right? And I know me, <laughs> I know me. So I would have moved right on. Now, I don't mean that I wouldn't have been excited, uh, that I wouldn't have promoted it well, and, and that those things won't happen in actuality, because I, I actually do believe they will when the time's right. But I just have to remember that just like this painting, you know, this collection that was just released and sold out, you know, I'm immediately pretty much, I'm going to move straight on. So again, like we've said a million times on this podcast, we better be doing something that matters to us, you know, in the meantime, because we'll look up and we'll kind of have flitted from one big moment, you know, to the next before you know it, it's we're 85 and we can't hold a paintbrush (laughs) or whatever. Well, and I think that I really like what you were touching on with like, it's not just the what it's the, it's the how and the why. Yeah. Because, and I know you've experienced this as well, that you have a goal. Like one thing I can think of off the top of my head is I want to be, I want to have my home featured in a magazine. This was when I first started my business And that seemed just like a crazy goal because I had no idea how you even get featured in a magazine. Like, how do you do that? It seems like it's, it's, this is when they were just starting to scout homes on blogs. Mm -hmm. This is really before, it's before Instagram. It's before homes were shared on Facebook. It's before Pinterest. Mm -hmm. So this is where a lot of homes were scouted in person. Yeah. So my little home in Biglerville, Pennsylvania is not going to be scouted for a magazine. So I had no idea, but, um, over the years I've been featured in, um, I mean, I probably have 80 magazines or so on my shelf that my home and my business and furniture and all is, has been featured in. And, not there have been some of those experiences where if it was the only one it would have been it would have left such a sour taste in my mouth because yeah. 
you know, it was styled so it doesn't even look like my house. Like things yeah. were so rearranged. They brought in so many props and took away all mm-hmm. my stuff and put in yeah. all the props. And I'm like, why don't you just go do this in a studio? Yeah. Why yeah. are you coming here to photograph my style? If, yeah. You know, and I'm, and I just remember in the moment feeling so like, oh gosh, I just hate this. Mm-hmm. But also being like, but I should just be grateful because this is, was something I always wanted and this was a dream and I just need to just calm down and enjoy it. But so I think that there are, we just think this is what I want. I want to be published. I want to have my work sold here. I want to do this. I want to do that. Um, And not focusing on, on the Mm -hmm. how and the why. And I think if we did, then I don't, there might be more like self-imposed no's where we, we yeah. say no to things yeah. when we really want a yes, because it's not how yeah. we wanted it to be. Yep. Um, any, I think we'll have yeah. to talk about that sometime just separately, but yeah, it's important. Um, but it's it, pretty dang impactful. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so too. Um, yeah. And so I think one thing that can really help with bouncing back from a no is, um, to make sure as you're working through your your work, your hobby, your career, whatever that is, that you don't base your idea of success on, it doesn't rest on the opinion or the decision of somebody else. Yeah, yeah. And I had actually, I don't know if this was, I think this was after you got your no. Mm-hmm. And I was flipping through this writing magazine and I found this quote and mm-hmm. emailed it to you. Yeah. And it's perfect for this. I want to share it with you guys. It's by, um, I don't know how to say her name. <laughs> I want to say <laughs> Junot Diaz. It's J-U-N-O-T, but it could be yeah. Junot, yeah. I guess. It could be. Yeah. Anyway, so sorry. <laughs> um, but... <laughs> She is a professor of writing. She's a winner of the Pulitzer Prize for Fiction in 2008. So yeah. I probably should know how to pronounce her name. Yeah, well, you know. Here's her quote, though, and it's beautiful. And I hope you guys, like, write it down. Yeah. Fill in the blank with whatever it is that you do. This is on writing specifically, but yeah. whatever it is that you do. A writer is not a writer because she writes well and easily because she has amazing talent or because everything she does is golden. A writer is a writer because even when there is no hope, even when nothing you do shows any sign of progress, you keep writing anyway. That's right. Isn't that wonderful? Yes. So it's like whether it's painting, sewing, photography. Yep. Whatever it is, you know, maybe it's nothing that's considered a creative yeah. endeavor at all, but yeah. it's it's what you do. It's your thing. It's yep. what lights you up. But yep. you just keep doing it anyway, whether it, right. it's showing any progress or not. Um, yeah. I thought that was such a beautiful um, quote and very applicable to this. Yeah. Um, well, and I know I think, yes, that's it. You know, feel it. Feel Feel the disappointment of it. Feel the hurt of it, the frustration of it, and keep writing or keep yeah. whatever. That's it. Just keep you doing know? it. Because yeah. it's not, um, yeah, it's just not going, you know, I know that we've, and I know people have said this and quoted it in, you know, beautiful ways, but, you know, we aren't just what we do because it's an activity, you know, or there's a, a stamp of approval on it. It's It's usually 
work like this is a part of who we are, you know? And so yeah. we just have to remember that. We have to remember that and, and remember that, uh, that it can be used for all kinds of things. And maybe we just don't have the best ideas too. Like, hey, <laughs> maybe there's another way or another route to take uh, for this to be what you imagined, only, you know, it's different, it's better, it's reaching over here instead of over there. I mean, there's a million, you know, cliches <laughs> yeah. to use, but they are, in fact, truth, you know? That's yeah. the thing about a good cliche. It's usually pretty true, you know? And we tend to, like, try to skirt right past that or blow it off or roll our eyes. And while I totally feel that, because I sure do sometimes hate a Hallmark moment. I also <laughs> know that they are real and they're true, you know? So that's, yeah, that's a beautiful quote. I, I love it. Love it. I need to frame it or tattoo it on myself somewhere. Yeah. I do want a tattoo. So there's that. I was going to say, there we <laughs> go. Yeah. We actually, she was going to maybe get a tattoo when we were at the beach uh, last year before yeah. lockdowns and everything. And she ran out of time. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. May maybe. Um Yeah, I had another thing I was gonna say and it's completely <laughs> it's, just it's just gone. It's just completely <laughs> escaped me. Oh, I was gonna say, because I, I think that you're right about like maybe it's just not the best idea. Cause I think we often, you know, we create in this sort yeah. of you know, in our studio, in our mm -hmm. office, in our whatever space it is that you mm -hmm. go to, to to create, usually you're by yourself. And it's just so easy to think that your ideas are amazing. Yeah. You know, as critical as yeah. we can be of ourselves and as hard as we can be on our work and all of that, I think when it boils down to, um, you know, our ideas of what we think yeah. people like and what's going to do well, um, it we think that we're probably right on that, but yeah. it's so based on what we like, mm -hmm. you know, yes. if, a great example. I think I've shared this before, but I did some consulting for a paint company and <laughs> I realized I was as much as I knew about paint, <laughs> as much as I paint, <laughs> I was just so useless when it came to talking about what was actually going to sell the best yeah. because what I liked and what yeah. I considered would be the best sellers were not. Yeah. And you know what the best selling paint they had was, <laughs> was glitter paint. <laughs> and this is not like for crafts. This is like sold in a, yeah. in a home store. Yeah. And I'm like, what the heck are all these people Buying using glitter, glitter paint, paint yeah. for in their house? Man. And I still don't know. <laughs> I still, still don't know the answer to that question. I'm still, yes, I am. I'm still like, was that a bogus report? You know, really? <laughs> Probably yeah, not. But even, there are so many times when you can be humbled and just learn that your barometer for yeah. what is like right. what's beautiful, what people are going to love, what yep. everyone's going to buy is just totally wrong. Yep. So it sure is. Anyway, um, I hope, I think what we want you to take away from this, <laughs> if anything, is to just keep doing what you're doing. Yeah. Like feel the no, it's okay. Allow it to, you know, learn from it. Yep. Allow it to, um, 
help you grow. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to, to analyze them a little bit when they keep kind of popping up again. Like, why is this bothering me so much? Why, you know, is this something I want to continue to pursue or should this be a, a kind of a finite no, or is this a no for now? I, I think all of those things are important to do to process it. Yeah. Uh, write about it, draw it, do, Mm -hmm. you know, however you can kind of process those feelings. But ultimately, um, you've got to keep doing what you do. As Austin Kleon says, he says, keep doing your verbs. Yep. Just keep doing whatever it is you do. Yeah. Just keep doing it. That's right. Amen. And maybe you'll (laughs) prove people wrong. Yeah. You know, maybe you'll be that person who, yeah. you know, I don't know, whoever it was who turned down the Harry Potter series <laughs> probably thinks about that almost every day. <laughs> every, every moment of every day. Yep. Probably <sighs> thinks about that, yeah. uh, that decision. Um, That's right. You know, uh, but, you know, but also maybe not. And we've yeah. talked about that before yeah. that, you're not, you know, the... The anecdotes aren't true for everyone. Yeah. Um, and maybe all it is is that you just are really spending time doing things that you love to do. Yeah. Whether that's around a full-time job or yeah. that is your full-time job, whatever that is. So that's keep right. doing what you do. That's right. Yeah. So today, uh, the creative contraption is actually something I haven't gotten yet. <laughs> I just ordered it. Preemptively <laughs> sharing. <laughs> But I know it's going to be good because I have ordered from them before, but also I have something that's very, very similar. So it's kind of like there's enough familiarity there that I can say already I'm going to like it. So I was looking up um, Leather Village on there's someone who sells on Amazon. We've shared their um, notebooks and sketchbooks here before. Mm -hmm. Shauna and I love them. Uh, When we were sharing them, they just like, were almost sold out. This was kind of around Thanksgiving, Christmas. So I was just checking to see if they were stocked up again. And they have this new (laughs) refillable notebook. And it's like the, um, what's the notebook called that we like? The other one we got from Amazon? Wanderings. The trap, the wander. I always want to call it the traveler's notebook. And I know that's Mm -hmm. not right. The wanderings notebook. So it's that same design where it's a leather refillable notebook with elastic bands that you can tuck paper refills into. And then it has a band around the notebook and a little um, kind of leather. Um, I don't even know what to call it. It's not a latch, but I don't know. Yeah. A little leather thing that holds it around the, the ends. and It's and, so uh, pretty. <laughs> but the paper refills are that deckled yeah. edged wonderful crumpled oh, paper and it comes in so the great. standard it comes in like a standard notebook size mm-hmm. the is it a is it a6 or yeah. a5 mm-hmm. whatever it's called a6 probably I'm anyway it's eight by six so it's a standard size yeah and what's nice about that is you can get eight by six refills so if you want to have like one section that's the deckled edge and mm-hmm. one section that's like you know, regular lined paper or yeah. bulleted, you can kind of do different refills in it. Yeah. So I, I ordered one. I couldn't help it. Resist. They come in all these colors. <laughs> they're, they're just great. <laughs> they so I told Sean, I'm like, I bought it. I did it. Even well, though I'm I looking at it right book. now on my computer <laughs> screen. So I'm pretty tempted. 
Oh, they are. They're yeah. great. The paper is great. I will say I'm a sucker for beautiful notebooks and journals. I've I've collected them since I was 10. So it's been a lifelong passion. But I will say these are, they are some of my favorites I've ever had because the paper is just great. Um, it's great yeah. to be able to to be able to paint in it or draw, sketch, you know, write. Um, I don't know. It's just, it does make me feel like I'm in a different land a little bit when I yeah. use them. So, you know me, can't help it. And I've liked it for everything except watercolor. For watercolor, yeah. for me, the the paper was too absorbent. Mm-hmm. And also you don't, you know, it's not white. It's kind of a yeah. beige. So yeah. you don't have, it's nice for watercolor to have that white um, foundation. Yeah. So, um, but it does still, it does work with wet mediums and it does, you know, you can use any kind of paints and, um, we gesso the pages Mm -hmm. with clear gesso, um, before painting on them usually, but you can paint directly on them too. Yeah. Really cool for charcoal and graphite and yeah, it's fun. It's a really cool notebook. I'm like, let's hurry up and finish because I want to go paint right now. (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) I'm actually painting today too, which I'm looking forward to. I hope so. That's my goal. Just... Just search uh, Leather Village yeah. on Amazon and you'll see they have a wide range yes. of notebooks and things that you can look at. But the refillable one is the one that we're talking about today. So mm-hmm. uh, we haven't picked a topic for next week, actually. So it'll just be like mystery topic. You'll <laughs> have to come back to see what, <laughs> what little comes suspense. out. That's right. Yeah, just to see what we pick next. But um, but it's good to be back. We do have, I will say, some fantastic yeah. guests lined up. I know we haven't had a guest in a little while, but we had great feedback from the Emily Lux yeah. conversation that we had. Um, and so we're going to have, we have a couple of really exciting guests in the work and more that are kind of in the hopper. So yeah. we're really excited, we're excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Creative Exponent podcast. Our original theme was written by A Walker's Spring and recorded by Ellie Swope and Johann Wagner. And if you like the Creative Exponent, please subscribe and leave us a review. You can find us at www.thecreativeexponent.com. And you can also send us an email at hello at creativeexponent.com.